Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. Hey guys, good morning, happy Monday. So a long time no see. Um, we were on vacation. I took a little break from the internet and Instagram and doing lives and all that. Um, but now we are back to regular scheduled programming for the most part. Um, I do think taking a break from social media has really changed my perspective on how much I need to be on and online. So I do think I will be setting some better boundaries with the whole Instagram thing because I definitely felt like I needed to be on Instagram at all times to like answer questions and respond to comments and like reply to inquiries and all that stuff. And now I know I need those breaks because I do think mentally I was much more relaxed. I mean, obviously we were on vacation, but just like, I just felt like I was in a different headspace. So um, I could talk a little bit more about the break um, that I took, which was amazing. Um, I really did stay off Instagram for like six days, which is a really, really long break for me, the longest I've ever gone. So it was a big deal for me and I'm, I'm proud of myself. I wasn't sure if I could actually do it, but after that first day, um, it, it really got so much easier. I just needed to like make the break, like just rip off the bandaid. Um, but anyways, today we're talking about a few different things, like lots of updates. Um, I'm gonna talk about our vacation. I'll talk about the social media break. Um, my flare situation, if you guys are interested in that, I have been getting a lot of questions, so I'm more than happy to share what's going on um, because I get it. I mean, I have been in so many different scenarios and just wanted to talk to somebody who had gone through it and you know maybe had a different perspective or different viewpoint on things and I, I just get it. Like I just feel like sharing our stories when it comes to, especially IBD stuff and autoimmune, um, can just be so, so helpful. So I'll talk about that a little bit. And then the last thing I'm gonna talk about, but I'll talk about it right now, let's we'll get into it, is I am doing a free fitness challenge um, right after Labor Day. So it's still a couple weeks away, but just wanted to give you guys a heads up if you wanted to sign up. So it's going to be a challenge to get consistent with your workouts. So after the summer, I just know I've been all over the place with working out. You know, sometimes I go to CrossFit, sometimes I work out in the basement, sometimes I don't do anything. So just trying to get a little bit more routine with the workout routine. So it's called the Dirty 30 Challenge. All the workouts are gonna be 30 minutes or less. They're focused on strength, but you're also gonna get like a good sweat. I, I almost see them as kind of like CrossFit style workouts where you're doing some sort of strength training and then you have a Metcon at the end where you're just working hard for, you know, 10, 15 minutes um, sweating and just getting in a good workout. So these workouts are definitely intended for people who are busy, who don't have a lot of time to exercise, who just wanna get it over and done with. Um, so it's gonna be a nice challenge in the sense that we're gonna get consistent with our workouts, getting back on track with whatever routine we're doing. I'm just giving you free workouts so you can do that. Um, and then if you want to share your workouts, um, it used to be an Instagram challenge that I would do and you would share your workouts and everything. Um, that part's going to be optional. I know some people aren't <laughs> on Instagram all the time or want to take breaks, so I don't want to make it a requirement. But if you're somebody that wants to share, you can be entered to win some awesome prizes, including um, some of my past fit 
our fitness program, so Strong Make Simple 1 and 2, and then also entry into my mentorship. So there's some really, really good prizes. Um, and we'll be talking about the mentorship in the coming weeks because I'm getting that all up and running and ready to go. Um, but first on the agenda is that Dirty 30 Challenge. It's totally free. All you need to do is sign up, get on the list. You'll get the free workouts. Um, you'll be a part of the community. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And this is brand new, I'm working on it right now. There is going to be almost a training upgrade that you can add to the challenge that will help you periodize your nutrition. This is something that I talk about a ton because I think it is huge. Like planning your nutrition and planning your workouts together, just gonna get you the best results so you're not just spinning your wheels. So there's going to be a five day training that goes with the Dirty 30 Challenge um, where I will teach you exactly how to plan your nutrition um, in five days uh, and give you like a game plan to move forward as far as what your next phase of fitness and nutrition will be. So um, it's basically what I do in the mentorship, just a very scaled down version of it. Um, but at the end, I mean, you'll have a pretty good plan going forward. It's just the mentorship. We get into all the details of it um, and you have me as your coach helping you walk through it. But if you're somebody that's really self-sufficient, you know, you just need like a game plan and you can run with it, um, this training will be for you. So sign up for the Dirty 30 Challenge. You'll get all the details. Um, it's definitely an upgrade. So you do need to sign up for that if you want the training. Um, okay, so that was the first part. So that will be coming right after Labor Day. I'll be I'll be sharing things up until then. I've been testing out the workouts. I asked to actually test it out too on vacation, which was really fun in the hotel basement, hotel basement, hotel gym, which was really fun. I guess it is technically, well, it wasn't the basement, it was the first floor. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. So vacation was amazing. Um, I can give you some quick details about that. Um, so we went to the lodge at Spruce Peak. It used to be Stowe Mountain Lodge. We've been going there for a million years. Um, back in the day, um, their PR person invited me and Mal and Quinn um, to go there to check it out. This is back when it was Stowe Mountain Lodge before Vale bought it and it got very, very fancy. Um, but yeah, went there um, a couple years in a row. They kept inviting us back. I mean, we had such a great time and I, apparently they loved our review and they got some good business from you know me talking about my, our experience and influencing and all the things. Um, and in recent times, my contact has left, so that's very sad. I mean, I do still know a few people there, but um, they haven't been offering free trips and I haven't been asking. I just like going there. Um, we wanted to go there. We wanted to kind of do it on our own terms. Um, and that's the thing, when you're working with brands and stuff, they usually have an agenda and certain things that you need to do, certain things you need to talk about, which is great. I mean, we experienced so much there and things I probably wouldn't have done if they didn't make me do it. Like the zip line, they have like the biggest, the longest, the highest zip line in New England or something like that. And it is amazing. Like. If you were into adventure and things like that, you would love it. I don't do heights. I don't do heights and speed. So um, I'm glad that I was put in that position where I had the opportunity to do that crazy ass zip line. Um, but I definitely would not have chose to do it on my own. But Mal and I did that one of the first years we went and it was very cool. And there were moments of Zen where I was like, this is really cool. I'm really, really high right now and I'm cruising above these trees. But most of it was like panic mode. <laughs> so. 
Anyways, if you like that type of stuff, it was very cool. Um, but you know, in the past we've had kind of like an agenda and certain things that we need to do and people we need to meet with. So in recent years, um, we've just gone our, on our own and just done our own thing and we just love the place so much. We will give them our own money. Um, and it's not cheap. It has gotten very, very expensive over the years, but it's very fancy and that's the thing. Um, whatever you want to do there, whatever you want for food or drink or adventures, like they literally have everything. It's like so nice they're doing all this building they're upgrading things the rooms are gorgeous um very stowe vermont inspired um they have restaurants there there's a little cafe with very good cold brew they have um like a pantry where you can get like cheeses and meats and wines and crackers and ice cream and like whatever you want um, it's basically like a little grocery store. Um, there's a big green. Um, in the winter, it turns into an ice skating rink. So cute. They have rock climbing. They have a little candy store. They had sm complimentary s'mores one night for us. They have movie nights. They have hiking. They have biking. They have golf. They have a huge golf course. Um, they have a spa. I really could go on and on. Um, and this is not sponsored. <laughs> Just telling you all the things there, um, but great for kids. Great if you're somebody who likes to be active and do outdoors things, who likes food and drink and all that. Um, but yeah, it is it is not cheap. One of the I think the first night we were there, I ordered a glass of wine. It was twenty three dollars for one glass of wine, and I'm like, that's kind of like a nicer bottle of wine for twenty three bucks. Um, but Mal just looked at me and he goes, it's not that type of vacation. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. We're not pinching pennies here because. Everything is super expensive, but amazing, totally amazing. I like have so many good things to say about it. I mean, they have a pool and a hot tub, two hot tubs actually, pools heated, um, one million great things to say about it. But yeah, we went there, we were there four nights. Um, we did do a bunch of adventures in Stowe. Um, so this time we actually like went off the resort a little bit more than usual. Um, we went to, we rode bikes, which was fun. There's a bike path not too far from there. So found a spot to park, rode our bikes, um, went to lunch one day, we went to Idle Time. Um, it's a brewery, but they have really, really good food and just a cool outdoor area with an outdoor bar and things like that. So that was really fun. It was good for kids too. They that you could totally ride the bikes right up and then just like hang out. Hold on a second. Sorry, pug issues. <laughs> <laughs> Always pug issues. Um, so we went to Idle Time, which was amazing. We also went to Doc Ponds, um, another amazing restaurant, just really good food, staff, menu, the whole bit. Um, it is a very, very busy place. So if you want to go there, make sure you are um, getting your name on a wait list or preparing to wait in line because <laughs> it's like the best place around there. And there's always a line. We got there probably like 15 minutes before it opened and there was like a line down like the driveway into the parking lot. Um, and within probably 10 minutes when they let us all in, the place would completely fall. Um, so just FYI. Um, and then we went to a couple of coffee shops, um, PK Coffee, and then there was um, a giraffe place right next door. We just kept calling it the giraffe place, but there were these two big giraffes out front. Um, but yeah, that, that was pretty much all we did in Stowe. And then we did like a little shopping and things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, just split between the resort and, you know, bumping around Stowe a little bit and having some adventures. So it was a really good time. We had a really, really good time. Um, and the good time about it was that I was a lot more present. I was really disconnected, um, from my phone. Um, and if you had been following along, I had wrote, you know, a little something about, 
you know, this is going to be a big deal for me. This is going to be a big experiment because I really haven't disconnected with my phone since I got it, you know, basically since I started doing this job, um, just because I've always needed to be on in some sort of capacity, you know, sharing my life and updating things and replying and all that. Um, so this was kind of a chance for me to actually take a break. And I actually toyed with the idea of leaving my phone at home um, completely. Um, and then Mal and I started talking about it. And he's like, well, how am I going to get in touch with you if we decide to split up? Like if you go to the pool and I go work out or, you know, whatever we do. And I was like, yeah, that's a good point. Um, not having a phone, definitely doable. Um, but you know, not something that we wanted to do. So it really came down to me being, um, or at least having some self-control around <laughs> Instagram and being on my phone. This was Instagram, email, Facebook, and WhatsApp and Voxer, which are two of the modes that I use with my clients. So all of those were on the plate of things I could not access. So um, I originally had like shut down or you could put the, the apps on like a uh, uh, delay, what is it, on uh, the do not disturb mode. So I did that for a few of the apps um, and that definitely helped because there were times that I was noticing that I would just subconsciously click on those apps um, if I was on my phone, because I was using my phone to take photos still. Um, and even then I wouldn't take my phone with me all the time. And if I really wanted a photo of something, I'd have Mal take it. Um, but I was still, you know, on my phone here and there, because sometimes we have to like look up the hours of, you know, a restaurant or whatever. So there's like little things like that, that I was still using my phone for. Um, but all those other apps were shut down, which was good because there were definitely times that I just you know, clicked on an app because I was so used to clicking on Instagram or my email to check and then it would, you know, tell me your time's up, you know, do you want to continue? And I'd be like, oh no, I don't want to continue. This is my break. So, um, yeah, I mean, did it for six days. So I was really impressed with myself. The first day was definitely the hardest. Um, and that was Sunday morning when we were driving up to Stowe and I had put my phone in the back of the car, like in the trunk and I was sitting up front um, because I knew if that phone was anywhere around me on a ride up to Vermont, I would have checked it a million times. So it was in the back. And I remember, you know, a few times that we stopped to like get gas or we got coffee or whatever it was. Um, those like transitions and those moments of quiet were when I was going to reach my phone or for my phone or when I wanted to. Um, and that was interesting. It was just kind of like, was it a boredom? Was it a, you know, the brain just stops thinking about what you're doing. So then you're thinking about what else I can do, but I just realized, just made me realize how like distracted I was, um, instead of just like, sitting in the car, like waiting for Mal to get gas and like talking to Quinn or, you know, I'd just be on my phone, like checking things and doing things, and updating things or whatever. And it just, I don't know, it just made me realize like how much of my like life around me I was missing. And then of course, going from like a gas station where I, you know, first realized as to vacation where, you know, we're experiencing all these like incredible things, you know, we're having like a good time together as a family and like the nature and the food and all the good things. just like how much of it I was missing. And then I started noticing other people around me being on their phones and how much they were missing. Um, and it just, it was just kind of like mind blowing um, in a sense. And it's not to say I'm going to be like off social media, never updating Instagram, but I just think I'm going to be a lot more, aware of it and just more intentional with it and really try to set some boundaries and take some real breaks. Cause I would say, oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take some time off, take a break. But then I'm on Instagram like a few times checking it and everything and I just don't stick to it. Um, so I think having this experience just, just made things very, very clear as far as like what I need to actually do with my phone. Um, in the last couple of nights I have like 
haven't plugged in my phone. I've just like left it around the house. You know, I just, I, I don't know. I just feel like I've been in such a much better headspace with it, but uh, it's a work in progress. It's not gonna be like an overnight perfect switch from being all in to being, you know, completely off. But I think I'm, I'm, think I'm coming along as, fine, as far as finding that balance um, between being all in on Instagram and doing a hundred things and, you know, just having it fit with my life a little bit more and being a little bit more balanced with it. All right. So final topic. I know we've covered a lot this morning. Um, my symptoms and flare stuff. So, um, still trucking along. We are on week three of 40 milligrams of steroids. So I started with 30 thinking that would get me out. Um, a week of 30 really didn't do anything. So I went up to 40. Um, it's helped. I'm still not a hundred percent. Um, my doctor, I spoke with my doctor last Friday. Um, she said, or the nurse practitioner, she said, you know, do another week on 40. Um, so I have till Thursday, hopefully things will change or turn around a little bit. And then after that, we're going to start tapering the prednisone and hopefully things will be okay-ish. Um, and then by then, maybe we'll have heard from my insurance because what we're trying to do is to get my injections to be approved for every four weeks instead of every eight weeks is what I'm currently doing just to get more medication in my system. Um, but health insurance typically doesn't approve that, which is like so annoying. You would think like the doctor says, hey, you need more medication. And they'd be like, okay, you need more medication. Like, we're not wasting your money. <laughs> Just like, I don't know. Anyways, so um, trying to get that moved to every four weeks, but we did a bunch of blood work and everything. So we have data that says, hey, you know, inflammation levels are through the roof. We need more medication. Hopefully that will move this through. But I hear it's like typically rejected and they want you to do blood work right before your next infusion or your next injection. So that means I would have to wait until week like seven or eight, you know, like right before I get or do the injection to take blood work, have the blood work come back, resubmit that to insurance. So it's going to be a while more before I can, you know, take this next shot, which is kind of annoying because I think maybe it could just get me back to where I should be. But Oh, it's always something, right? Um, and then also, you know, my doctor, she said, or the NP, uh, she's like, it, this doesn't necessarily mean that Stellara is not working. Um, she said, you could just be in a flare, you know, Stellara, because it was working. It was working so well. And I think that's what's like making me a little like bummed about all this. And I don't know, trying to be, trying to be very chill about this and just trusting and everything's going to be fine. Um, but with the she was saying it's it's still working maybe it's still working in that sense that it still just might kick in and everything would be okay um because probably like five days before i went into this flare maybe a week before i got a tetanus shot and it was just my every like you need a tetanus shot over 10 years or whatever it was and i was like all right sure fine got my tetanus shot but then went into this flare so i'm hoping maybe that shot kind of like amped up my immune system so now things are weird on the flare front and then hopefully things will calm down with the help of the steroids and then after that you know the Stellara will just kick in and hopefully I'll be fine and back to how I was doing so that that's what I'm hoping um I'm hoping it's not like a big deal and it's not working I'm not gonna have to switch drugs and the whole bit so we shall see but hanging in there as far as symptoms and everything um and yeah just trying to be positive and like I said just kind of trust that my body knows what it needs to do and to not panic and go off the deep end like I usually do when I'm in a flare. <laughs>
Okay, guys, I have ram rambled on forever this morning, um, but yeah, I just wanted to give you updates in those few areas and, you know, tell you about some new things that are coming and fun stuff as far as the business goes. Um, but yeah, I hope you have a lovely Monday and talk to you soon.